Hi, I'm your host, and you're listening to The Other Side with Ryan Chowdhury, a show where I sit down and have a conversation with people who've made it or have the drive to make it and try to see their side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. He's made millions around the country laugh and inspired even more. He's a comedian, content creator, and a program producer at DACO. He also was a founding member of one of the biggest YouTube channels of the country, Bhai Brothers Limited. He's none other than the incredible Rocky Napsar. Brother, how are you doing today? Hello, everybody. Um, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I hope you're doing great as well. Yeah. And I can see you. You look great. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> hoping you. that you're doing good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm doing great, actually. Like, you know, I had this rough morning since my mother is hospitalized for nothing serious. So we were like an emotion, a little, you know, like, hey, where yeah. you can say, but I'm doing much better now. Yep. That's, that's good. So how has quarantine been going? You wrote in a caption a few days ago that there's a silver lining to quarantine if we know where to look. So could you direct us where we should look during quarantine? Wow, you have, you've been doing your homework. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, to be honest with you, like, you know, um, we live in a world full of, like, you know, events, work, very hectic, you can say, right? And we hardly get any time for us, like, you know, for family, for ourselves mostly. So when that quarantine hit, it was first a little uncomfortable, like, you know, we, we had to adjust to it. But over time, I realized, you know, this is a good thing, even though we were running out of our money, we didn't have jobs and everything else, but it was good. Like I could, for the very first time in a long run, I could give some time to myself, like to think, to reflect things that I had to develop as a human being and to do. So I got to do that, right? Even if you time when we didn't get that time or, or yeah. the opportunity to like, you know, sustain, that the world and needed to breathe as well as our human body and mind. Yeah. So we got to do that. I think that was that went great for me. Like, but for first three months it worked, but for act monotonous ishajar and you don't like it anymore. Like, you get my point, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true because like I, Arki, at the end of the day, this is something that's bad. Millions of people have lost their jobs. Hundreds and thousands have lost their lives. Right. So that's definitely um, obviously we'd prefer if this didn't happen, but it's exactly. not all bad because- But it was necessary a, to, to yeah. some extent, it was necessary. Yeah, like I remember um, one of my auntie, this is the universe's way of balancing things out. It almost seems exactly. like it is, you know, because exactly. for the longest time, right, for almost a century, for humans, it almost feels like we can do whatever we want and we can get away with it, right? And we often forget that we're just a tiny little species in this big home of ours called Earth. So, True. yeah. It's very important, like, you know, at the end of the day, like I try to relax with myself and meditate to reflect on the things that I've done the whole day or the week. I try to do, do it every night, but but you know, like a quarantine at the, at the very beginning, like. First one or two months, it was very necessary for me to reflect on the things that I was doing, I was not happy with, 
or you know, I had to reflect as a whole. So that this quarantine gave me that opportunity to like, you know, go through that. So I'm glad, but also it has this like, you know, ramifications as well. Like, you know, um, people are losing, losing jobs, opportunities, uh, your bank balance is like reducing to zero and everything else. But despite all that, when we get out of this, I'm sure you will get out as a better human being will understand as united For sure. and yeah. as a whole. So it was necessary to some extent as like, you know, I mentioned before. Yeah, I so, yeah. do believe yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're going to get out of this um, learning a few new things, not just about the world, not just about, uh, not right. just developing skills. We're also going to get out of this learning a few new things about ourselves because true. a lot of, a lot of us like had time just to, you know, just sit alone with our thoughts, which is right. important to a certain degree. So like, yeah. how has work been in the last few months? I know Jay, you work at Dako and from the outside world, at least, you know, Dako seems like the bus feed of Bangladesh. So what is, okay. what does it feel like from the inside? How has work been? What do you do? Stuff like that. Well, it, like every workplace, it has ups and downs. Um, I would say it has ups more than downs because you know like a lot of people working like a lot of like-minded people working with us so when you are working at a corporate or some agency or somewhere you have like you know mixture of people like you know coming from different backgrounds but here at Daco, a lot of people share the same values same ideologies and we're all content creators we're like young people like you know we don't know we don't know better we're like kids so you can imagine like when a bunch of kids kids like you know come together they're yeah. bound to make complications conflict that's what happens <laughs> like you know we fight yeah we hate each other we love each other we're like family, like family. we're also not like family it's a yeah. mixture of everything it's it's like i mean pray bully i'm the authority the boss please we have cctvs like in every room right yeah so with cctv footage saying that the big boss into not even kidding like we create so many dramas every day. There's like every day either I more, most times I don't want to say, but I'm the I'm the rudest of the, of them all. <laughs> like Amar Kunisu Navala, I'm directly bully. It's a bala honey, you're your piece of shit and everything else. So that's Amar Junai 90% of the drama created. But I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I like being who I am. But yeah, when I it's a workplace, like, you know, from outside, people think Jay, we are like a bunch of family. We make amazing content, which is true. But at the same time, it has like, you know, some of the times that like, we don't feel creative enough. We, we, uh, we don't get to brainstorm because a different people are different, are doing different things. They have their private lives and all that. And I'm other office, we don't have that structured work nature. You have to attend office every day. So like, you know, it gets difficult sometimes, but it's also fun to work there, to be honest. Like for students, especially, it's very fun. So like, right. Arki, what is the process like, right? Like while designing sketches or skits, like how do you mm -hmm. start thinking of the ideas? How do you then execute that idea and put it on screen? Well, most of the ideas come uh, during just normal conversation. Like, you know, me and Ryan is like talking about some topic and then suddenly we yeah. go like, hey, boom, hey, that could be a very nice idea. Like, you know, why don't we just you know, write, start scripting? Yeah. So it, it starts with just the concept idea, what we want to do. Like, 
and then whenever we are like taking a dump in the washroom or we are showering or we are doing the unconventional things and that's when it hits us like and that's when we feel the most creative like most of the ideas we generate generate like you know um, from staying home and then office J we try to brainstorm about it and then different um, uh, each employee has like different humor. So I'm not going to discuss where we try to blend something for the mass audience. Right, so that's and execute like we set a date, we are all free, and then we choose our DOP, the director who's going to take in charge and everything else. So that's how it goes. So like currently, if you ask anyone about that, uh, right, they're going to say, it's like, this sort of YouTube channel or a Facebook page that makes entertaining content or something like this, right? right. So is, is there a plan for Dako to be something that's more or like more involved in the industry or are you planning on going in this direction you're always gonna be providing um, entertaining funny content because there's only so much you can provide, you know, when it I comes mean, to content like this. I mean, Dako is already more than what what we see because yeah, there's yeah. Dacopedia, like Daco, you have heard about Dacopedia, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Dacopedia is like a success story, like, you know, um, yeah, yeah. people I wanna get know, coming there up one their struggles. <laughs> Sorry? I want to get uh, featured there one day. <laughs> Inshallah, someday, very soon. Yeah. Inshallah. Okay. I'll, I'll actually hope that you do. It's a nice platform. So we are trying to venture out in a multi-category sec sectors you can you know like uh, there's dacopedia already there's daco um we do have different plans with daco but you, you have to understand that our country isn't ready for everything let's be honest like yeah for sure. we are as a nation a, a very creative country but we don't mm -hmm. have that stage we don't have that opportunity to test our abilities right so even if we have like 100 ideas only one or two works so we don't necessarily have that um drive or or that um you know like the motivation to test our waters but we do have plans so like your work feels like a perfect fit for you because you told me that you're a very movie enthusiast, you like reading books. And so it's pretty much, right. it seems like a job that fits the type of person you are, right? So since you watch so many yeah. movies, since you read so many books, uh, could you tell us some of your favorites and the things you've learned from those movies or books? Oh my God, it's very difficult. It's like when you have five children and you were asked, which one is your favorite? <laughs> And you go like, I don't know. You can name um, five. Five movies. Um, the Billboard movie is currently, like in past five years, has been the top movie. Like the Billboard. It's about this girl who gets raped and the mother wants answers who raped her. And it's a movie that stuck up to me like ever since. Like I watched it three times. The actress who played the main role, wow did a fantastic job with her role and then um there's plenty of others like you know i'm not asking currently but I, I like watch a lot of movies oh there's the invisible man uh the invisible man it's the reboot of the classic book um invisible man you can watch it uh i forgot the actress's name but she did a fantastic job with her role like she she was this 
um, victim of an abusive relationship and then she takes her own chance, like, you know, on fate, uh, like, you know, on her hand. And then there's actually plenty of movies that are coming out currently. But book, there's Stoner, there's the truth about the Harry Quibbert fire, and then there's um, A Little Life. Yeah, I get confused. Like, there's so many. I'm a always like, you know, there's no favorite book, to be honest. There's no favorite film, but there's some book that like stick up with me for a certain period of time. And then some something else replaces that. So there's that. That's nice. I've recently started reading books like I'm growing. Yeah, I'm growing up. I should start being more serious start reading non-fiction books you know so i like yeah. i got a few books and so far not really into it not really into books but hopefully by the time i finish reading it i'm gonna learn something in insightful and recognize right. the importance of but i think books. you should start with fiction books yeah i started because... with actually like i read fiction books but like non-fiction books i this is the first time i'm reading them okay. so yeah, let's take a jump back to your old YouTubing days. How was Pi Brothers formed? And could you tell us a bit of how things went from good to bad and then the reason behind you leaving the channel? Okay, um, very complicated question and it will have a very complicated answer. <laughs> um, we didn't plan on starting anything. It was just that we both were very bored and we were hitting that age where you feel creative and you have to kind of like show it to the world. We were both at that same time. And then um, one thing led to another. Um, we met through our mutual friend. Actually, he was a teacher of a close friend of mine. And then we shared similar thought process and everything else. So we thought, hey, even though he's like three or four years older than me, but we share the similar mindset. So that's why not like, you know, get in touch with him. So that's how the channel formed. We just, you know, that was a parody. Like, you know, we, we did a selfie with strangers in the very first video. Wow. It actually takes me back in time. Like, so from there, we, overnight, we hit, we hit 10,000 views and probably 2,000 subscribers. That got us motivated like encouraged, now we should do something with it. And, you know, like, as you grow into a very big thing, unplanned, which was really unplanned, I was very young. I didn't want to like, just hit the stairs. Like I wanted to enjoy the, the creation of contents. Like, you know, um, yeah. I was just trying to be more creative, but when business involves there, you don't feel creative anymore because there's so many restrictions for, sure. for you to, like be creative, be who you are. So I didn't like that. The agencies were wanting us to do that and this and that and this, and they wanted to control the script, the ideas. And I, I very much hated this and I still hate it now. A lot of brands still comes to me, like, you know, to work with them. And I don't, I tell them, if you're going to be a paranoid brand, I'm not going to work with you because Alhamdulillah, I don't need money. I, I'm not that desperate. So you have to give me that freedom, the creative freedom that I, I was always looking for. You have to give me that. But I was not getting that. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. Nah, -uh. it's, it's not working for me. I have to feel creative. So one thing led to another. We two, we had like a you know, different perspective on how, what success meant. Uh, so 
it was different for me so i was like you know what because i'm mentally i was not satisfied and i was going through depression at that time so you know like you have your private life for which you feel depressed as and then your work i never saw bhai brothers as my work so it a journey i wanted to separate it from whatever agencies or the mass audience needed to be so i was like you know what fuck it that that chapter has to be closed and then from misunderstandings and different philosophies in in life and work nature we had two different views and that led to almost hate each other guts but yeah so that's why i left and i'm doing much better now mentally speaking i'm in a much better work environment where i'm being appreciated i appreciate others even though we we want to kill each other but we appreciate nonetheless so that, that that is what like i was looking for like you know we're we're in an industry where we create ideas here there should not be competition like ekhane amra business thikas like you know at a creative hole ki the create create sorry creativity comes first an artist paint comes first and then tumi jodi ekhane theke business jodi tumi korte paro then it's a plus point but it's not necessary to make money when you make it a necessity thing then you're not creative anymore you are just making and creating things that people want so that is like you know same thing as asking my mother amo tumi ekta idea generate kor because other people want wants it right so oi jinshtar jun i was never feel comfortable so i'm glad where i am today so yeah yeah so like i was um watching this dako hangout on facebook uh for this episode mm. so Yeah so Vidramudhi you said Jay you said that uh, you felt like your team members weren't considerate and you were sort of uh, on the edge of losing your sanity so could you talk about some small instances that made you realize that and that made you realize that okay you know what i have to put my health first and i have to jump out like any small stories or any small uh, instances at all there are multiple stories like i cannot re- recall precisely but i can recall the feeling that i had like i felt like i was just 17 years old and i was doing the best i can but it was still not enough i was the i was the guy who who would generate generate like you know most of the ideas and then i would try my level best to contribute as much as i can but just because i was not willing to participate uh, with the brands and and you know like এগুলা ego hisebe niya rakto arrogance hisebe niya rakto but they would not try to understand my perspective je why i think that that person does not um if, uh, like you know um deserve my time so one thing let another circum dekha jeto je every instances ora amake ora bolte ki that the particular person we should not name so meeting in galaba kothao gele he would say je you don't talk i talk like you know that kind of nature like patronizing so i hated that but i couldn't say anything because he was the older brother so i was like okay man chill like you know we we are both in this let me talk at least i'm going to brainstorm karo so that i can speak your language but that was never the case so he wanted to shine out perform me in front of others but 
deep inside on the background i was the one generating more most ideas so i was like oh okay okay so to me in front of the camera you want to show that you are the main guy but hey man i'm not saying i was the main guy but i was always in it together but you know even in the interviews and everything else my mother was the first one to point it out i never even like you know thought of it like you know we went to several interviews tv interviews and then i would i would not notice anything at that moment right i was in the moment i was enjoying the limelight and everything else and then when i came home my mother and my cousins would be like oh tumke undercut kortisilo tumke bujhtisilo na he was not letting you speak i mean tokhon theke bujhtam nei kore because onno manush jokhon tumake point out korbe then you understand what was happening yeah absolutely so i was like okay okay so this was happening so ek din ami decide korchi je you know what i'm going to pay attention that everything he does or they do and i'm going to point it out and i was like oh my god that is that is so true like i would remember feeling very isolated very left out but i could never understand why that happened this, that was the very first step at me understanding my mental health and that actually helped so over time i'm bujhte palam jacho thik ache so i was being gaslighted i was being undercut so mentally speaking i i was there to create content i was never there to like you know jeopardize my own he- mental health or physical health or any some sort asana je tumi jokhon ekta kaaj korbo you you feel very excited and you feel like hey i'm right the international platform e jabo we are, we are going to do this and that and that and then you end up abused mentally like gaslighted and everything else so that actually changes you as a person perfect so instances bolte gele i i don't remember a lot of instances because asana je when you come out of a abusive relationship you you don't remember when it first happened you don't you just know it happened so yeah. for me it is like that like i don't remember at what time on what day it happened but i remember feeling abused neglected and i was like it's not enough it's not i don't deserve this i deserve much much better so i had to get out of that so like is there anything you regret in your time in bhai brothers something you wish you should have done or somewhere you wish you should have spoken out or anything like that i should have spoken out definitely but i don't regret because it is what it is and it yeah. made me a much better person now i understand other people better like yeah. The, still now i sometimes like you know lash out on people because i'm an angry person in general <laughs> so when i end up lashing out i instantly try to apologize i you know like i try to keep updates from that person if they're feeling great or not i'm just going to not go to i would still be this arrogant piece of shit like i would not care about other people so it made me a better human being and whatever happens happens for a good reason and i believe that whole heartedly so no regrets but i should have spoken out better like even more but i do that currently at my workplace which is great so that taught me how to defend myself in my current workplace so there you go that's that's nice as long as you come out of a trying time learning new things understanding right. how to handle situations better i believe exactly. it's for oh, the choto chilam tokhon bujhtam na je how to do all these things mental health yeah. ki chilo bro eta ki matha dao na ki khao ki kor what do you do with it <laughs> ব্রেক ফর আ ফিউ ইয়ার্স 
Um, so being someone who went through that, could you talk about some of the things you realized during your break and uh, how that helped you get back to the industry and helped you move past that um, situation? Well, a lot of people told me that you break losing out on opportunities and everything else. But I knew that. I knew why I took that break. Like I'm actually mentally if I you know pushed myself out there, it wouldn't have done nothing to to me or my mental health. So I realized, Jenna, you know what? I never knew money. You know, that was not a break break. I, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to be a part of industry in media and shit because everybody is the same. Everybody is bad, selfish, this all everybody's like money hungry monsters no sense of creativity but then um you know i mean boost the tohon i mean mentally wasn't feeling that great so i felt like you know like it's everybody's fault but at the end of the day so that thing happened to me like uh, when i took that break i reflected on myself for a long time and four years is a long break like long long yeah. break <laughs> so yeah. I like to hibernate. Still now, I like to hibernate. Like, you know, I'm in the office, just to hibernate. Like, I need rest. Mentally, I need rest. I'm easily on a GoPro. So, four years, what happened to me and my brothers that I had to take four years of yeah. break. So, yeah, so um, it was not planned to get back soon or even 2019 was it 2019 and jamie get back crow it was not a plan it was unplanned it just daco recruited me they called me up saying jerakin we were looking for you the, at the very start of daco like they were looking for me in the very beginning or something like that i, I was not aware of it but i on social media and everything was private so unless i know you they were not allowed in my profile so apparently the boss of Daco really wanted me to join their group, but they couldn't like, you know, know anybody who knows Raki. Like, you know, I mean, So Pore Ami Chole Ashlam and the experience was amazing. After you like get out of a relationship, it's really important that you at least give yourself six months break. Yeah, so absolutely. it was that for me. I came out a much stronger person. I have no time for that. Yeah. A lot of people say, Jarakin, you're doing too much, but I'm going to do me. So, yeah. What was your last question again, Amijay? I got too much into it. Arki, like, what things did you realize in your break and what helped you move past that traumatic situation? Basically? Oh, I loved myself. I learned to love myself. Yeah. I really did. Um, like, even if I don't shower for three days, I know how to love myself <laughs> still. So <laughs> that's good, I think. Yeah. And not everyone deserves my time. Again, I was like, hey, if you're nice to everybody, then life will give you, give that thing back to you. But it's not true. If you're nice to everybody, the life will give you pain and pain. You have to know the kind of person who deserves your time. Like yeah. you have to observe people first. everything else. But oi break bolo experience bolo had taught me better, like how to trust people. And I'm I'm definitely sure it's going to help me even more in future. And it learned it helped me learn being compassionate towards others. Like 
eight days last four years i read a lot i researched on money on a lot of things that i was not aware of i watched a lot of movies i played a lot of games and everything else knowledge knowledge is power like you know human minds yeah. are they work in a mysterious ways even the evilest person on this planet has a human side of somewhere hidden there so you have to understand that so these four years i tried to observe people as best as i can so that i don't end up misuse others ekhon oi experience gulo ekhon ekhane am am you know the all the things that i've learned the skills and everything else i'm putting them in here wherever i work next or wherever i'm currently working and in future yeah like something you said really resonates with me that even the most evil person has a good side to him right like i read this mm-hmm. quote once that said that a war only begins if both the parties think they're they're on the better side you know they're the good right. side right? right so yeah that's right. that's very really true yeah yeah and artijin shocha it's very important people don't realize especially when they're young people don't usually realize that it's important to work hard but it is just as important to take rest after working hard or to True. take a break after working hard like i remember um, yeah like i remember like age um i used to do a lot of like competitions i used to work a lot for um different businesses so like there was a time jehane for like 3 months every single day i had to work like 6 or 7 hours every single day and then witter porna like i just pura crashed i burned down i crashed and then arki sort of unintentionally even though i didn't want to i took like a 6 month 7 month break from everything and while going through that break i was feeling like shit why am i taking this break what am i doing with my life i'm 19 years old i at that That's time the thing. I, i was like when you take yeah. a rest you feel bad about it yeah But you, you should feel bad about it yeah but once you procrastinate then it's a different topic yeah yeah but once that break yeah. was over once i got back to working then i realized how important that break was because mm. in that break i prepared myself to work even harder the next time so yeah that's that's True. for sure yeah so um you're suff- you're someone who suffers from uh ptsd and archipost traumatic stress disorder stress so disorder. yeah like could you talk a little bit about the importance of mental health how you uh, overcome it and what people should realize in this country especially about people with any type of um, mental problems i mean i think people should start with uh, concentrating on their thought process like ora kibhabe chinta bhavna kore onek shomoy kintu we know ourselves better than anyone else right we have to see ourselves in a third person yeah. act as an instrument like how we yeah. think how we behave and how we um, get our things done our things or activities can say a lot about our mental health than our physical forms like you know you know doctors you know i'm a person may seem completely fine from outside but that person might be going through a lot and then it is you know like no other person can tell you what's wrong with you in internally only you can tell yourself so it is you know very important that we have to notice our thought as an external being like you know um at a form hisabe dekha jehan how they think what they do the kind of thing they tell us 
So I think it starts with that internal reflection, realizing. And then Bangladesh perspective, it's still a new thing. Like lately, um, the passing of Bollywood actor, it started, it created this buzz, right? Yeah. My thing is, no one has to die to make you understand yeah. something. Exactly. Right? It's pathetic. To me, it's pathetic. Yeah. I'll say it as it is. Like, oh, so someone has to die for you to um, gather knowledge? Yeah. Really, man? It was all there. You, you were just a Google away. Nobody has to die. Nobody has to commit suicide. Nobody has to go through things like that. If you have family members, if you have your friends, if they're not doing all right, you can always search their symptoms on Google. I myself do that time to time when someone is like being very weird to me. I try to observe them. Maybe I may lash out on people, but at least after that, I try to understand their background. And is there anything that I am missing? Right. So it's really important. And mental health, like I said, you know, nobody has to die. And mental health there are so many instances experiences in our life that triggers our mental health it's like a fuel to our mental health everybody was born with some sort of defect nobody is perfect right 100%. it's just a matter of time that something happens to you and bam you like windows it's activated right yeah. so you have to be aware how you think you have to be aware of your surrounding you have to be aware how people treat you and how they look into your eyes. Because if I'm talking to you, to me, you already impression but if you're thinking else, you know, something negative about me, I can I can detect it with your eyes, like you know, from, from just seeing you. So people should be aware even more about their surroundings, their body language, their thought process. I think that that is the key. It's not just doctor tomake. Ami, trust me, I went to two therapists. Each of them done a bad job. Bad job. Like, yeah, you know, therapists I, apparently aren't. Oh my good. God, dude. They're like, they just download quotes from Google and Ogula Amaka Dude, I don't fucking need that. I have many friends that are unsolicited advice. I'd rather call them. So um, Bangladesh is not ready, but inshallah, in next five to 10 years, we should be there where more good therapists, professional therapists arises from this mess and they actually study. It's really important. Therapists, we need therapists. Trust me. I'm a, I'm yeah, a person, sure. friend, I'm a just because I'm a dozen therapist, could you give me their number? And I'm like, I'm either, I feel uncomfortable because they didn't do they didn't help me that much, but I also need it. They need someone. So we need therapists. This should be the banner of this episode. <laughs> it's how Rakin important. Up, we need therapists. Racking up. Sir. We need therapists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's very true, Jay. We need therapists, and we need to, um, like, realize that mental health is just as important as physical health, you know? Right. So, it is. Yeah. so coming to a lighter topic, you used to debate back in the days and said that at a competition, you, you were un... <laughs> you said oh it in God, one of you're good. <laughs> you're good. How do you know yeah. this? It's like a very... 
small information that I put out somewhere. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, so oh, you said that at a competition, you were unfairly given second prize. Being someone who's been there, uh, can I'm you talk about <laughs> You yeah. know this. Wow, I'm actually surprised and equally impressed. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so, like, can you talk about how it felt in that moment and in general the things you learned from debating? You know, the opposite leader was my friend and I felt betrayed. And she knew that I get distracted very easily. So when I was giving my speech, our, our topic, we stood on the very strong topic and we were about to win. And then she winked at me and she was making fun, fun faces so that I, I break down and I did break down. I was like, I, I, oh, I started no. laughing in the middle of the speech. <laughs> I was laughing uncontrollably. Like I was like, okay, fuck it. Like, and then because I lost my composure, we lost for mere points. And I threw my trophy. Like, oh. I was a sore loser, man. You have no idea. Like, if I know, Jay, I was about to win, but I didn't win. I was a trophy that just, I, I, I even broke it in front of the stage. Oh, damn. Like, I was like, I, I'm in a manina. It's it unfair. And then broke it. It was made of glass and the nature of plastic. I don't know why. And then I just fucking broke it. So, yeah, I learned I should not do that if I lose next time. <laughs> But, you know, my school gave me a lot of opportunities to become actor and debater. But then ever since I left school and joined private private school, I, you know, private coaching centers for A-levels, I stopped trying debating. I miss it sometimes, but not that much. So, nice. yeah. All right. That's nice. I said, so apart from debating, you know, also... you have an answer to me. <laughs> I just so um, I know this through sheer luck. I mean, for research, I was watching the Deco Hangout live session. So when I was just like wow. scrolling through it, and somehow I scrolled like at the moment, exactly you were answering the you. You really know what and... you're doing. Like I really admire this. <laughs> thank you. Like, this thank is you. the that very first time, like you know, a German someone did some research. Usually, yeah. when they interview, they just interview based on what they see on television or what on you know, like websites and all that. I don't appreciate yeah. that, but really, man. Thank you. Like <laughs> I figured, the people <laughs> like talking about their experiences and think they're passionate about, not just work, not just struggles. You know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Go deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I said, so um, you were passionate about debating and now you're passionate about something else, which is that you're very passionate about writing. So are you writing anything for the future? Do you have plans to write any books, any novels, any autobiography, anything oh, at wow, all? Wow, you went too deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, not, not novels. But I do want to, like, it's a shock, Jay, since I read a lot and I'm still learning how to write. Like, I never could speak English properly. I mean, to me, it's like, I never even could finish a sentence. Like, I was that bad. And I come from both Bangla medium and English medium. So that, I guess, Jay, I, I was not given the right opportunity or the environment to speak in English fluently before. But um, I still feel like I have a lot to learn about the English grammar and everything else. I can read, I can say a lot of things, but 
things changes. Like yeah. There's so many things, so many rules that you have to follow. So yeah. I'm still learning them. And book, I don't know, man, I do write snippets of stories. I try to write them in the correct manner. But I do want to someday, perhaps, if I have the patience, like I have this problem, if I like something, I'll do it for a year or two. And then if something grabs my attention, I then move to that. Like, I like to move around. I don't like to um, restrain myself in one particular thing. I want to try different things, like see different lives. I've always had this fascination. I saw this movie where this lady, I forgot the name. She lived 30 lives in her life. Like, you know, she completely forgets about life. Not forgets, she decides to leave that life. Like even if she gets married, have, have, has a son or anything else, she leaves that life to be a different person, uh, experience different things in her life. And I've always fascinated, like I was, I has, I've been like, you know, very fascinated about the idea, Jeff. If only I could do that, right? It would be interesting, not boring. So yeah, that has like talent-wise, uh, creative-wise. If I can, I will. So who knows? Hopefully, yeah. Or Arki, even if that doesn't work out, um, have you watched BoJack Horseman? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm quarantine for a course. That's nice. So Ukhan yeah. uh, Diane writes a book about BoJack, right? He, she follows. Yeah him around, writes about him. Perhaps he could do something right. like that too, you know? But he wasn't happy with it. But he later came to appreciate yeah. it. It yeah. took him like four episodes. Uh, four, <laughs> sorry, uh, four, four seasons. seasons. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Asha, I love uh, before, before we move on, Amar Birale, Amar Rumet, she's meowing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'll drink water in that sense. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I was meaning to drink water, but I was like, hey, when, when can we get the time? All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, excellent. All right. <clears throat> so, um, moving on before the show, I asked you about some of your biggest achievements. And you told me to ask you that again in 10 years. And that's a perfect segue into the next question because no matter who I bring on the show, I ask every single guest this one question that if the world was perfect, where do you see yourself in 10 years? You called me 10 years earlier, so <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> if the world was perfect, I was not be born. I would not be born and um, I don't know, actually, like, I would probably do something creative. Like, you know, my mind is quite different. Like, you know, I cannot choose yeah. one thing. Like, I have to be everything and, and, and multiple things at the same time. So I, I don't see myself as a successful man, per se. I also see myself as a homeless, homeless person. I also see myself as someone who's struggling with money, who's rich, so many things. Um, but... I would like to say an actor, perhaps an actor, because that way I get to live and experience multi-dimensional characters in every day or every month or year. I think that would be the one thing that a successful actor or something like that. <laughs> that's, that's a really nice way of thinking about it. Like most people who want to be actors, they want to be actors because of the fame, because of the money. But the thing you said, Jay, you could play different lives 
every month or every time a new movie comes out that that is interesting like yeah, living a life that's many lives i'm too bored of myself like you know i bore myself sometimes like oh man man i i know how i think so when you know how you think and when you become so predictable to yourself now it becomes very boring like i know ki amar kotha mala ami em nemne react korbo em nemne ki kichu bole ami em react korbo so sometimes i try to change my personality like you know take let me be someone else so i practice korte korte na ebhabe kintu choto bela i got very interested in acting like i would say i would see like you know one of my favorite actresses actors like you know um acting different in a different movie they're like completely different and i would go like wow this is amazing not because they had fame because getting fame is very easy at time 2014 at genegesi eta i you know like jahan choto chilam jahan young chilam i would think je acha na fame pao onekta fame pilamita probo eta probo eta probo but dude fame pao je koto easy it's even harder to not be famous nowadays just don't post anything bam you're not famous <laughs> so yeah yeah so like so like quick question like um because you're sort of like a public figure because like people know you you've had millions of people see your videos <laughs> yeah um acha sorry uh, because you've had millions of people um view your work right arki does it like for example in hollywood right if i ask anyone this question from hollywood they say that they hate it যে ওরা বের হইতে পারে না ওরা ক্যাপ ট্যাপ পরে বের হইতে হবে স্টাফ লাইক দ্যাট সো ইন বাংলাদেশ হাউ ইজ দ্য ফিলিং আই হেটেড ইট আই স্টিল হেটেড বিকজ ইটস ইনভেশন অফ প্রাইভেসি লাইক এভার সিন্স 2014 পিপল আর সাডেনলি ভেরি ইন্টারেস্টেড হু আই ফাক হু আই স্লিপ উইথ হু ইজ মাই গার্লফ্রেন্ড হু ইজ মাই বয়ফ্রেন্ড অর হোয়াটএভার আই এম লাইক ডুড হোয়াটএভার আই ডু ইটস মাই বিজনেস এন্ড নট জাস্ট দ্যাট লাইক ইউ নো হোয়েন ইউ বিকাম আ পাবলিক প্রপার্টি asana je i'm i'm a sort of ambivert type of nature like sometimes i feel extroverted sometimes i feel extremely introverted so i don't always want to be in public's eyes like you know sometimes i like the attention when i make good content for that if i get the attention i feel good about it i get what do you call it appreciation acknowledgement by but yeah. they're right i'm even to one interview dekhi jokhon like you know actor actresses like hollywood interviews kintu they are filled with depth and everything else you get to know the real yeah. person right bangladesh to oh my god they are just playing the stage or whatever the fuck they think it is scripted yeah. i hate it i'm like yeah. dude you have to have some brain you have to have some privacy personal life either give it to people or not but at least don't play a role so um এখানে তো ওই জিনিসটা নাই যে তুমি বাইরে গেলে মানুষজন তোমাকে কবে ক্যাপ পড়তো ওইটা কিছু নাই ওইটা প্রবাবলি ওই যে আমাদের বড় বড় মুভি স্টার্স দের আছে বাট আমাদের তো এরকম নাই বাট আমাদের একটা জিনিস কি আই ফিল ইনভাইটেড লাইক ইভেন ইফ আ স্ট্রেঞ্জার লুকস এট মি এন্ড ডোন্ট নো মি আই ফিল লাইক দে আর ট্রাইং টু রিড মি এন্ড দ্যাট মোমেন্ট আই ডোন্ট ফিল লাইক মাইসেলফ লাইক আই ফিল লাইক আই হ্যাভ টু কারেক্ট মাই পোস্টার আই হ্যাভ টু লুক অর টক ইন আর্টেন ওয়ে সো দ্যাট আই ডোন্ট অ্যাপিয়ার as knob or anything else so tokhon na jinish ta it's mentally daunting so i don't enjoy it yeah i get uh, there's I'm a small amount of pressure okay right. on your brain yeah yeah, yeah. No, mentally it's yeah. like someone is watching you like sit properly act better like you know erokom ami ekbar comic kone yeslam tokhon it was 
hugely popular comic and I, I wore a mask like so that nobody knows me and all that but I'm, I'm at the skinny chill I'm on the bujay so I was like what the fuck <laughs> so, you're the only skinny guy with this dude all right uh, so like yeah. I watched this video of a uh, um, comedian once when he's out in public like uh, Kevin Hart right so Kevin Hart said in a podcast mm. that when he's out in public people expect him to always be funny people oh, expect yes. yes so like do you experience oh, that have i experienced that it's like ora monogari came into jukebox coin throw korbe and i'll just start with a joke or something hey yeah. even at my workplace even at my workplace some of my colleague i don't know man some of my colleagues still i don't i shouldn't name them but it's a open secret they know how i yeah. feel about them just because they write comedy sketches they kind of feel like the pressure they have to be funny whatever they say whatever comes out from their mouth it has to be funny otherwise people will not realize oh my god you write comedy sketches right so this is a thing mentally you create a persona just to let people you are a funny person it's a daunting task i would request anybody and everybody not to do that if you're a singer you don't have to sing every day if you're an actor you don't have to act every day just be yourself yeah it's, for sure it, like it's mentally yeah. traumatizing man yeah like we have a podcast like Kevin Hart. and you'll feel the same thing manush to me bro bro i want to interview karin to dekhi find <laughs> find something about me that i don't know <laughs> yeah like i, I, I see big potential in you i'm really i really appreciate it thank you man means a lot yeah like so like as i was saying like we podcast like kevin hart boltsilo j um people would come up to him like fans and they shake his hand and then expect him to tell a joke like or a boy should thake je okay joke bolte sena come on man where's the joke so like do arki have you experienced anything like that in the public je manushe she joke bolte bolte say or something like yeah. that yeah oh, yeah and they expect je i will be ready to take pictures with them i don't take pictures yeah. with strangers i do not ছবি I don't want my photos to be on internet jeta I don't approve of uh, unless I take it in my bathroom shirtless or whatever but not with people <laughs> so yeah it two things that I don't appreciate and yeah it happens to me a lot but I'm sure je other people mane jara famous comedians my colleagues they face it even more than i do because ami to to publicly to joto bari kom dekhar shekhat kori but they are like very extroverted so I'm sure that they go through it a lot. Yeah, all right. I can only Noted. imagine. If I ever see you in a restaurant or anywhere, I'm gonna ask for a hug, not a picture. Yes. <laughs> I'll hug the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'm a good hugger. <laughs> I mean, just chubby hule. I, I think I would be the national image for hugging, something like that, if that exists. Like But skinny bole just hamar hug te dikte dikte chollo jaise. That's nice. so we're rearing the end of this amazing conversation i just have one last question for you already which wow. yeah 
<laughs> yeah, so it's been over an hour. Very beginning, I was like 80, 60 minutes. Oh my God, that's a long time. And yeah, it's been time more than an hour. It doesn't feel, feel like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. This, yeah, yeah, it has been more than an hour. Yeah. It, uh, like, I've realized this for it. 60 minutes seems like a lot, but once you're like actually in the conversation, it, it just flies by, you know? Yeah, I'm really That's nice Jay, how, yeah. how do I ditch you? Like 60 minutes, 18 <laughs> minutes? My yeah. Ajay, so the last question is that if you had to give any advice to the people listening, what advice would you give? I would say do not believe anything and everything you see on social media. First, learn yourself, then take social media for granted. Again, feel your own boat with knowledge, with whatever you can. Know better, try to understand the other person and know about the struggles a lot. Like just because you're not experiencing doesn't mean the other person haven't felt that. So yeah, if you know better, then the world becomes very small and very vast at the same time. And everything around you feels closer. Like you know everything. You you feel like a clairvoyant or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, that. That's nice. That's very symbolic, very deep advice, I'd say. <laughs> One of the more deeper ones we've gotten in the show. So really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Bhayat, thank you for coming. Iktuagi, you said that you are very selective about people uh, who you give your time to. So thank you for giving your time to me. I hope it was worth yeah, it. I am more than happy that I came here. Like, trust me when I first, when I like, you know, accepted your request yeah. and I was like, this is going to be just another interview. But trust me when I say this, it isn't. You've clearly done your homework and I really appreciate it. And I, I really see you going places because I watch a lot of Bollywood, sorry, Bollywood, did I say Bollywood? Oh my God, kill me already. <laughs> Hollywood interviews and everything else. And I pay attention to the interviewer because we haven't got any anyone like that here, but I yeah, see true. that potential in you. And really, thank you. Keep that it up. really means a lot. Thank keep you. And up. once I'm, again, thank, thank you for being, uh, being a part of the episode and to the viewers listening, stay home, stay safe. That's our episode.